hello welcome to the honest wargamer i'm your host rob and it's the age of sigma monday show and i'm with two legends mr nathan prescott nathan hello 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 how's things going for me yeah how are you doing oh fan dabby dozy i took the i took half a day off and i feel like a million um quatcher yeah 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 he's yeah. smashing the quatcher out good yeah. good which is james i'm not sure if you know that but is that zimbabwean money so it's roughly worth about oh. 40 no, so you've got money. like two pound 80 yeah, Zambian <laughs> well. money, yeah, yeah. yeah it's about it's about two pounds about two pounds about two nice. pound yeah just what you want good, uh, good amount of money yeah Nathan, how are you feeling good yeah, I'm all right. I've uh, managed to finally catch the COVID. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm in the process of recovering from that. Who did, Were you trying to catch it? I've been running so fast. And <laughs> finally. <laughs> no, I've been trying to avoid it, but it snuck up on me and got me. So there you go. Okay. Did I, it tap I... you on the shoulder at least first? Nope. Just oh, jumped crazy. straight in, yeah. Just rude, just very rude. Uh, are you feeling okay? Can we just make? Can we get? I obviously, I already know this, but the wider audience. As I was at um, a restaurant on Sunday evening, just basically imagine my. Okay, just to cut to the end of a story really quickly. I was spending Sunday evening uh, with Matt, Colonel Cabbage. Uh, and also Stavros and his wonderful partner. Uh, we were all having dinner Sunday evening. And it was just, honestly, about an hour of us describing Nathan Prescott to her in fine detail. <laughs> yeah, right? Which And and there are, is, are, is, is, are thousands of fans out there in the world that want to know you're okay. Yeah? So are you okay? Can we get an update? Because they will lynch me if I don't make sure you're okay. Yeah, yeah. All good. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Had a sore throat and a bit of a cough, bit of a temperature, all of that sort of stuff. But yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. But you, you, you feel you're on Scraping the mend. Scraping through. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I've passed the worst of it now. I think. I think oh. I'm on mend. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Okay. Uh, good. Well, I'm glad you're here. Uh, excited because there's some really exciting stuff to talk to you about with the upcoming week. I'm very excited about it. James, <laughs> okay. what's going on with you? Uh, not a lot. Recovering from the weekend uh was fine but now slightly concerned for your mental health and well-being why because i feel like any person that thinks they can describe nathan to someone in an hour probably <laughs> probably not of sound mind <laughs> i know because you can't ever fit it in in an hour right exactly yeah, can't yeah. fit him in in an hour <laughs> he needs at least three Okay, all right. Thanks, Jog, as well. I didn't get pink eye from eating ass. Yeah, so leave me alone. Right? <laughs> leave me Did see it. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, that's Nathan, I got pink eye over the weekend, and and let's just let's just fess up right now. Yeah. Everyone like was looking at it, and we're like, oh, maybe you're having a stroke. Maybe it's just pink eye. So let's just let's just call it what it is, and just 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 admit it honestly uh, i need to say hello to everyone in the chat hello chat jamisio thanks for resubscribing elko reb thanks for resubscribing pretend friend thanks for being a first time subscriber i hope you're some sort of like uh like dunk account who just hate watches me it's my favorite sort of account jay for jackson speckles thanks all for resubscribing uh huge love to all of you uh thank you to everyone for joining us in the chat if you are a subscriber there's more game of patreon huge love to you 
also if you're one of the hydro homies i know i haven't uploaded anything in about a week there's been a really big conversation been happening behind the scenes at the honest wargame hq what are we uploading when are we uploading it what's the situation i promise you there's a channel update coming in the next few weeks uh but this definitely will be going up like at least tonight with some other back content also going up as well so my apologies uh but there's been like a a lot of discussions james we had some of those discussions this weekend right um yeah, I was like, no one needs your voice on a podcast. That's why I said. I was like, no one needs that. Like, it's not fun. Just okay. just cut the Nathan bits. Rob said that took too long. I said it was worth it. Still an argument. <laughs> okay, well, we'll try and get it. We'll t- I'm sorry. Uh, I'll try and get it sorted. So anyway, shout out to literally everyone. If you're one of the YouTube thugs as well, I guess. Fucking shout out to you thanks believer for resubscribing also thanks to zaki for resubscribing and also uh pretend friend oh it's nice to see you there dayton's in the chat joe crier amazing there's some spice to start the show off today if you guys wanted uh but before we do anything else before we do anything else uh i need to check up on my co-hosts nathan you've been doing any hobby while you've been in lockdown uh, yes, so yeah, I've got a bit of t- time on my hands, so I've actually picked up a paintbrush and I've painted some brutes, uh, really for that uh, uh, game that we're supposed to. Yeah, we missed literally yeah, everything. Around to, so, yeah, and I... <clears throat> yeah, all right. So. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I've. I finished painting up a unit of 10 brutes that I've got. Brutes, brutes, brutes. And then I, uh, when I painted them up, I changed the color of the armor slightly. So I've got to go back through all the rest of my angels <laughs> and change their armor. So, so uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. So That's uh, the most painful statement I've ever heard. <laughs> so, wait, you fully, finished, you fully finished a unit of brutes? Yeah. And then you decided you, you needed to change some of it. Yeah, change all of the rest of my angels on me. Uh, <laughs> Wait, to... so you did one unit, and then now you've gone like, okay, I'm going to redo my angels army. Is that the plan? Oh, I'm just going to touch up the armor. Cause I How just, different I'm... is it? Because if it's Not like that... yellow to blue, that's quite different. No, no, it's from... from cause, uh, So my angels are like a battered metal color. And now I've just made it like an orangey battered metal color. So I'm just adding some orange to it, basically. Okay, and, lovely. And a bit of tarnishing. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> it's not a big job. It's not like a massive okay. thing. But I just think it makes the makes them look a bit nicer. Yeah, the color is nice. So, yeah. uh, thank you to Soulbinding for donating 100 bits for changing armor like Adepticon results. If you guys donate enough bits, we will talk about the Adepticon spice. Not sure uh, we should, but like, I'm not sure <laughs> we should talk about it. I feel like we should be a mainly positive show. Yeah, so you have to coerce me. Yeah, financially incentivize me to enter the spice pits. Um, uh, Nathan, I'm really excited to hear that you are painting up your Iron Jaws when I know for a fact, and then re painting your whole iron jaws when i know that you're going to an event this weekend yes which you're taking your gits to yeah yeah, yeah. are they fully finished the gits gits are never fully finished i've got so many gits that are <laughs> not finished do you know what i'm just thinking what? just thinking one day we're going to watch this show and you're going to be like nathan have you done any hobby you'll be like yeah painted one spider rider this week 
Do it a bit different. Redoing them all. <laughs> the nightmare. The nightmare. The amount of people that are very concerned with the percentage of the Nathan Prescott paint job is fucking brilliant. Um, thank you to Kenny for donating £10 to the show. That's enough, Kenny. You've got me. You've, you've coerced me uh, with that incentive. Thank you. Uh, shout out to Nogel Matthew. Grotey Wokey, thanks for subscribing. Um, uh, what is the event you're going to this weekend? Come on, talk to me about it. What are you doing? So it's at the Bad Moon Cafe, and it's the Gits-only tournament. So mm. all the Gits are getting together and having a tournament amongst each other. Okay. Do you know everyone who's going to be in attendance? No, I've not looked at the the list of people that are going. I don't even know if there is a list of people that are going. <laughs> there might be. Uh, Have you but... read the pack? No. <laughs> Excellent. Man after my own heart. I know that there's some restrictions on allies, but I'm not taking any allies anyway, so it's fine. Is so, yeah. there, and I mean this in all sincerity, even an event at the Bad Moon Cafe, are you just going down with your gits hoping to find other gits players? Well, yeah, it's the Bad Moon Cafe, so there should be gits players there. There should be. Only gits players, right? That's all Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. uh, I, I, I'm definitely sure that there's a thingy, a tournament. I'll double check. I'm sure there was a pack. Somebody sent me an email. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a pack. It, I reckon well, Owen's read the pack. Yeah, it's you called, just text Owen. Yeah, it's called the Dank Hop Dank Yeah, yeah. I can't either. So Go on, both, both try. Let's see how we get on. <laughs> Why have they called it that? Well, are, are you are you hoping to win like you won Adepticon, or are you hoping to like? <laughs> I thought you won Adepticon, Rob. Yeah, I thought you won Adepticon, James. I did, you but know, the trophy I... wasn't that good, so I left it. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, Nathan, are you are you hoping are you going to win? Are you looking to meet fellow Gits players? Like, what's the vibe? What's the what's the what's the energy you're taking to the event? Uh, well, I'm going to take uh, the energy I'm taking will be in the form of two squig gobbers. Okay, yeah, good. And nice. some other stuff, I reckon. So, yeah, that's um, that's the sort of vibe I'm going for. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just, yeah, it's just be good to play against other Gits players and see if I can learn some tricks because I've been rubbish with them so far. <laughs> What tricks are left to learn? Like the other week, you were like, "Oh, I hope they don't get the new book soon." I've still got so many lists to try. <laughs> so many lists. So many lists. So, so many lists. So little. Maybe so little time. We're not sure yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, listen. I'm very excited. Do you know what your list is going to be yet for this event next week? Uh, I have a feel. Well, not. Uh, I've not written it. Uh, no. <laughs> Other than I know that there's two squid gobbers. I mean, there's that double squid gobber list I played against you. Yeah. Uh, and when you had your, I don't know, Thiepkin. So probably something similar to that. Okay. All right. That's really interesting. What what role are the squid gobbers going to be taking the army? Oh, I reckon they must terrify other Gits players. Ah, yeah. Okay. Smart. Very smart. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. All right. I I'm looking forward to this. This does mean, ladies and gentlemen of the chat, James also, that we have a. Is it, is it, oh, is it a one dayer? Yeah, one dayer. Sad. So next Monday, if you would like to book a Monday evening off uh, from whatever your plans are, we do have a Nathan Prescott battle report incoming. 
uh, if from you've got the event. Spare several hours. <laughs> if you've got we'll be here for that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, get ready. Uh, it's going to be very exciting. I'm personally looking forward to it a lot. Um, okay, Nathan, good luck with the event. I'm really excited for you. Uh, like, I hope you send us many pictures. I know you won't, but it would be great if you could. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll see. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like camera thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, good, good, good. I'm excited for that. Uh, James, what about you? Uh, have you had any chance to do any hobby in the past week? Uh, well, I did. I commentating's probably not hobby, is it? Really? Just did some commentating at the weekend, but we'll get there later. Okay. Good. Um, uh, other than that, no. Um, uh, okay. Oh, I've super fine. Wrote one beast of chaos list, which includes the models I already own that I might try and play in. Two weeks, I think. Two weeks at the Warhammer Worlds team event that's gone on forever because it's been cancelled. Yeah, are you going? Yeah. Two weeks' time. I think two weeks. I think it's maybe two weeks this weekend. Uh, yeah, two weeks this Saturday. The Honest Wargamer crew are smashing it. Nathan's going to an event this weekend. You're going to an event the weekend after. And I'm going to an event the weekend after that. Me, you Don't and Nathan. believe it. I am. Giant me, Nathan, me, Nathan, JJ, and Jack are in the team, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, uh, okay, so that does make sense, because obviously, if you play a team event, you need someone to bus. Look look at my face, yeah? Look at my <laughs> face, right? Bus it all day, baby, yeah? Right? <laughs> I'm just going to emotionally abuse people. That's all I'm going for. Uh, like the TO of Adepticon. Uh, so, James, what is... <laughs> <laughs> what what is uh, who's in your team and uh, what are you taking? Uh, well, so I think so. We were supposed to go with the team that we took to the London GT that was like forever ago to yeah. Brotherhood. Is that the right one? Yeah. Huh. Bloodtithe. Bloodtithe. Brotherhood. Whichever one's at the London GT with Mark. Yeah. Well, it's no longer Mark's at the one. London GT. Bloodtithe. Uh, yeah. Bloodtithe has now become its own separate event again, which I personally think is actually a massive positive. Mark's Mark. Uh, this is Mark Wilson, by the way, uh, a member of Team Finland, is a uh, really excellent... Uh, well, number he's the one, best. Well, number one, he's a great saunist. Most people don't know that. Uh, he's excellent in a sauna. Um, he's, like okay. Obviously, you can't compete uh, in sauna competitions anymore, but in his day, because uh, he's a slightly older gentleman now, he was, uh, he was an excellent sauna competitor. Uh, but nice. yeah, he's also a really, really good uh, TO, so uh, Blood Tithe will be really good, in my opinion. Uh, anyway, sorry. Yeah, so did that one. Sorry, yeah. uh, that was really good. Uh, but we were supposed to re, so we were supposed to re go with that same team to the Warhammer World team event. However, I think maybe there was a bit of a delay because of COVID, and then definitely the whole event was cancelled because the poo pipe burst at Games Workshop it Warhammer did. World. It did the poo pipe, um, which was which was funny because they cancelled the whole event mm. it and just then really had the building open on the same day. Do you know what it really goes to show? You can get too full of shit. That's true. <laughs> uh, so it got cancelled because of that. So then they moved the date. And it wasn't like small. It was like six months. Uh, so the team's changed. So I think I think at the minute it's going to be me, Speckles, Meg, and Nick Thompson. I think that's the four of us now. Okay, great. Um, but there's no list submission because it's Warhammer World. You're going to be murdering the enemy, James, with that team. Uh, we'll see uh uh 
so yeah, so I'm either taking Beast of Chaos, which yeah, I going. won't have played, yeah. literally will not play before I go, or just some Stormcast list I write the night before. Okay, amazing. Okay, um, uh, are you because it's listing on the day, isn't it? Uh, yeah, listing on the day. Uh, I think there was like a, a text went round earlier, I think, because Speckles sent me a thing to say that like a bunch of people were like, oh, maybe we should all give lists the day before uh, so that like we all know what we're actually playing and it makes pairing easier. But when we went to Blood Tithe, we did everything blind. So I was like, tell them we're doing that again. Tough. Okay. All right. Fab, fab, <laughs> fab. Are, are you looking forward to it? Uh, yeah, it should be good. Um, uh, I can't remember the last time I played. So, yeah, it'd be fine. I'm either going to take some goats, push them forward and hope, or uh, take some Stormcast and sit there for five turns and not die. One or the other. Yeah. I really like, like, as Owen is saying in the chat, listing the day in the team tournament is uh, is really excellent because uh, that means you get zero time to prep any of the pairings process, making them essentially random. Uh, therefore, yeah, that's almost, the best bit, right? Almost, almost ultimately defeating the idea of a team event in any way at all. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting one, right? Because you're either going, you're either going like to a competitive team tournament, but I don't think, and people might murder me now, so I might be struck down by a bolt of lightning. I'm ready. But I've been to quite a lot of events at Warhammer World. Mm. I think all of the ones I've ever been to that were like competitive, not good. Couldn't agree more. What? All why? the ones like, that what, were like. What, what element? What element about it? Because I don't think, like, I don't think that I don't think I've ever been to Warhammer World and played an event that was com- like aimed to be competitive and just been like, oh, they've organised this really, like, really well as a really competitive event. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I've been to some narrative ones in the past, especially back in the days of John Bracken. Bracken. Yeah, lovely. And they color. were great. Like so, so fun, and like they rewarded sports votes. They made it about playing. They made it about getting people into the hobby. I just always found them that that, that they were like uh, better. Warhammer World. Every event I've been to where it's more like fun, play Warhammer, good. Compared to ones not so good. Okay. So I'm kind of excited that it's a list submission on the day and shouldn't be really competitive, but I have a feeling there's probably some teams that are there to be competitive. Okay. All right, that's not, yeah, okay, that's cool. That's cool. That makes sense. I'm sure there are some people. I think Warham World is, uh, I think Steve's made a really good attempt at making the events as good as possible there, but I still think it's pretty trash tier compared to most other events, but I've always thought that. Uh, but then maybe I'm lucky. I've, I like, I've, I live so close that, like, I'm like, you know, like, you get to go around the museum. Like, if you've been around the museum, you're like, ugh, but if you've never been around the museum, I think it's worth going to a, a one day just for that, or a two day, sorry, just for that. So it's like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of like, I've been I've been exposed to it. I've been so close to it all the time that, like, it feels like it just should, like, it doesn't feel very special. But I bet if you travel from somewhere else in the world and have never been there, or you travel from, like, even, like, further away in England or, like, you know, travel from Scotland or Northern Ireland or something, I bet it feels like a proper treat. And you know what I mean? To go there. So, like, I'm... And, James, you're fairly close as well, so you've been... Yeah, it's like times. an hour. Like, I think... So, the first five or six events i ever did were there before i knew really anyone in the community so what like seven years ago maybe uh okay um and i they were like a mixed bag but john did a good job and the narrative ones were 
were a laugh. But they, when they used to do fancy dress, it was even funnier because definitely some staff wanted to do it more than others. Okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I'm, I'm going to the... Oh, I don't know. I'm going to some team event with Nathan and JJ uh, and something else, but like, I don't want to make a big deal out of it. I'm just going... I'm taking the 3D-printed dragons, I'm pretty certain, uh, because I'm making a YouTube video about it, which is the only reason I'm going, because I can't obviously play them at my own event um because who am i like the to of adepticon and like and so like, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> not gonna stop it's so what funny the hell happened at adepticon that we keep well, bringing you, that up well you won it um <laughs> so that's the start uh anyway uh but so yeah okay. i'll be i'll be taking those um so that'll be fun but my because I'm, I'm really excited about that though because as nathan knows uh my long strikes my hoplite uh long strikes only cost one pound 80 so i cannot wait to just like film someone like while i'm filming them just roll my long strikes shoot off one of their toys and be like how much did that cost they'll be like that's <laughs> that's 400 points i'm like no how much money did that cost? And they're going to be like, oh, it's 50 pounds, I think. And I'll be like, these cost £1.80. And just have like, and then just get like a selfie, maybe do a TikTok. I'm really into that now. Just like have a great time. Just a great time. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. Plus, amazing team. Me, Nathan, JJ, uh, and Jack. So I'm hype. Uh, so that's in three weeks' time. So I'm taking a weekend off to play some Warhammies in between a thousand point Warhammer event or 2k i don't know in between some warhammer events anyway so looking forward to that um that's gonna be super fun and as for hobby i don't think i've done anything that recently i did a cool trophy for the event this weekend obviously ran the event oh i've done myself um uh my uh leviadon for my Deacon army but he's not finished painting uh yeah and i've made a slap chop video so like I've, I've basically just been doing lots anyway so i haven't really had time to do any more but i'm hype that's right tiktok please add my tiktok account is at troll slayer adam is my tiktok account if you want to add me <laughs> there's nothing good there uh, what he didn't get seven thousand views <laughs> it's actually 18 now just fyi oh. yeah um but <laughs> anyway right uh, Let's talk about news, shall we? Let's talk about the news, if you guys are ready for that. Nathan, are you hyped for that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell, tell us some news, because I, I didn't know there was any. Oh, there's there's actually plenty of news. There's actually uh, quite a bit. Where would you would you like to start with Thondia? Would you like to start about paint? Would you like to start with paint shaming? Uh, where, would you, where would you like to go? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's start with Thondia, then. Okay. You brought it up first, yeah. yeah. Thondia. Fondia. Okay, all right. So I'll try and bring it up on the screen for you guys. Uh, give me a moment. Okay, so going on pre-order this week, this weekend um, uh, is Season of War Fondia. Yeah, Fond mm -hmm. Fondia. Right, which is um, it's a book. Season of War Fondia is a book. There's also a limited edition book which you can buy if you're an idiot. Um, and then uh, like it's uh, the narrative of this kind of war in thondia they actually don't give us a lot of information basically uh there is a bestiary of law season war thondia contains realms uh, reams of rules for scrapping over the savage lands in open narrative and match play i, I don't know about you two but do you really feel like that they can really s skip selling the open and narrative part nowadays or not 
No, because I think there's probably still people that play it. Mm. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. What do you think, Uh Yeah, I'm sure there are people that play it. Uh, I, I don't know who they are, but yeah. I think um, they I'm, probably listen to the news more than I do. So, yeah. It's probably true. It's probably I think, true. I, I think calling it open play is probably the wrong thing at this point. What is it? I don't know. But I just feel like, like, I don't understand. Do you know if you're ever, like, if you were going to play Warhammer, mm-hmm. and in theory there's a point system that balances the game. Yeah. But instead you're like, let's just take models and see what happens. Yeah, like, it's... I'm, That's the bit I don't get. But isn't that really what 2,000 points match players as well? Because... Uh, yeah, most of the time. <laughs> it's the same Realistically. Thing. After watching the weekend and being like, God, these points are batshit these days. Like, so, a lot of people in the chat saying, uh, like, Scriver says, filthy casuals. Uh, but Yozamiri says, I just started playing Path to Glory locally. Narrative stuff seems neat. Um, Sakaris says, or Sarkarius says, sorry, we started a 26-person Path of Glory campaign here, so narrative lives. Um, uh, so there's lots of different thoughts about it. But it goes on pre-order this weekend, which means all of the content creators who get stuff free, which really probably... Listen, I've had a real, like, turnaround on content creators who get stuff free, like, recently, because I'm trying to put myself in their shoes and just tell... Pitch this to me, right? Like, let me pitch you something, Nathan, right? Okay, I'm all yes. Do you want to buy the Warzone Thondia thing or whatever? Do you want to buy it right now? Yes or no? Uh, Not really, no. What if I... (laughs) Hold on, hold on. What if I just send it you for free? How do you feel about it? Uh... Yeah, non-pulsed, but yeah. yeah. Come on, on shut up! (laughs) I actually... I think this is one of the few things that I'd be like, I don't want this for free. I don't want this owl. No way. What? Yeah, I'll come back to it when we get to the box. Oh. But I, like maybe the book. I'll take the book for free. Yeah, it's a good story. Well, but it's free. It literally just turns up on your door. It turns up on your door. A free story. Yeah. Yeah. Go on then. Oh, yeah, I like free stories. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Like well, James, come on. Tell me, you, like it just turns up on your door, and you're like, oh, actually, the book or the box. Either. I'll take the book. If anyone from Games Workshop's listening, you want to send me the book, you can send me the book. It's probably available free somewhere in a digital format that you don't sell. However, <laughs> I'll take the book for free. Don't bother sending me the box. Fine. I just think that maybe we should be kinder to those people because they're like, just getting shit for free. I'd be, I think, think about it. You'd be hype. You'd be like, oh shit, a £150 box for free. Do you know what I'll do? I won't even fully paint it and put it up when my NDA comes out. I'll just be like, oh, here's a work in progress of something I got for free. How fucking cool it. You'll tweet it all the day because imagine it's Christmas every week. Yeah, someone's like, sign this NDA, don't criticise us, and then we'll just send you shit all the time. Hundreds, it's a lot of stuff. Thousands of pounds of stuff, and you'd be like, oh, fucking yeah, sweet. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. You'd have a really active eBay account, though. Like, you'd probably get to the part, the point where they you actually have to pay to list things again. That'd be hard work. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of effort. I don't know. Just kind huh? Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, anyway, anyway. Anyway. All right. <laughs> 
<laughs> Shut up, you dicks. Right? Like, so, okay. So, Thondia. Uh, for adventurers, a Regal limited edition version will be available. Anyway, uh, there's also Realmscape Thondian Strongpoint, which doesn't... This con- is it. Now, this doesn't... I don't co- want it. This doesn't contain the book. Huh? The book is separate to the, the Thondian Strongpoint. Oh, the, I think the, they book, have a... the book doesn't come in the box. The book doesn't. No. I don't think the book comes in the box. They didn't say the no, book. It doesn't, no, no, no. Separate. So it's a book and a box. It's a box it's a and book a book. And a box. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a boots uh, uh, lunch meal sort of thing. You get like your box, your book, and your bag of crisps. But yeah? there's no discount. And there's like no, there is at boots. And there's no bag of crisps, basically. Uh, so it's same. Uh, right. So the Romescape Thunder and Strong Point comes with the terrain that we've seen previously. Yeah there uh and also the incarnate the realmscape fondian uh so you get the incarnate well that's the bag of crisps isn't it do you think <laughs> <laughs> well when we say it's rules it might be <laughs> it sort of looks like a bag of crisps it's either gonna be the bag of crisps or like the sad bit of pineapple stick no one wants yeah okay so I'm, i feel like i need to update this for for our international viewers in the uk we have this uh like kind of supermarket chain i guess they're kind of weirdly a chemist but they've kind of evolved into also a supermarket like like way back in the day you went to boots because it was a chemist sort of place yeah it was a pharmacist it's a pharmacist yeah like that's the right word there thank you but now it's kind of like also, you get the beauty products and also, like, COVID the meal tests. deal. Yeah, and, but there's, the famous thing is the meal deal, right? That's the, that's the, James, can you explain the meal deal to people? Uh, yeah, so, like, I, I imagine you have them in most countries in the world now. So you basically go in and you can buy a sandwich or a wrap meal mm-hmm. or a salad in a box. And it's about three pounds. Three English pounds. No, it isn't. But you could also... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're about three quid a sandwich. Oh, a but... sandwich? Yeah, not for the yeah. meal deal. No way. But then you can have a bottle of Coke or alternative Sprite, Fanta. The list goes on. Yeah. And All then the £1.90. Yeah. And then you can have a bag of crisps. Or a chocolate bar. A chocolate bar or... A boiled egg. Some questionable fruit. A boiled egg. <laughs> yeah, they places. also do a boiled egg sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, so you can have those things, and that those are different prices, but probably from like a pound to one pound fifty, or you can have one of all of those <coughs> four pounds. So that you're like, oh, I want this three. Pa- I don't really want this three pound sandwich, but I want all of this for one pound more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then in your head, you get to tell yourself what you got for free. Yeah. Yes. James is right. So yeah, the book in the box is kind of is the Games Workshop uh, like meal deal. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> in a pharmacy. No wonder you left the EU. <laughs> like, it's not really a pharmacy anymore. It's difficult to explain. Like, it's basically a uh, like a beauty shop now. But imagine you're on your lunch break. You're running through. Yeah, there's there's a lady getting her eyebrows threaded. Yeah, while there's some other person getting a pregnancy test, and you're like, oh, do I want a three cheese sandwich? Yeah, or do I want to get a plowman's? Can't decide. Yeah, like you're going through that mental process. Yeah. There's a lot of feelings happening at a boots. Anyway, yeah. anyway, we've spent too long on that probably. But the point is that you get this this thing. Now, importantly, so that now it doesn't say much in the article. You also get some cardboard. <laughs> I think that's the only way to yeah. explain it. You also get cardboard in there with uh, for terrain, I think. Um, yeah, you get cardboard board mm-hmm. or two. 
because I think you have to have two to make the battle plan. Oh, no, wait, sorry. No, that's a separate product. Thank you, uh, Scrivo. Does that not come in? Oh, my God. Oh, no, that's a separate product. You can buy the Thondian Expanse. So you can buy the cardboard terrain. No, it's not terrain. A mat. Is it a mat? It's, it's cardboard. It's a piece of cardboard. Well, it's, it's coloured cardboard. What it's is... a piece of cardboard. Sell me this. What's your elevator pitch for this as a product? Nathan, do you know what we're talking about? I can, well, I can so I can do the, Instead of a mat, they're giving you a, a cardboard sheet to play on. Well, they're not giving it you, Nathan. <laughs> oh, right. It's not being given. You're not an internet streamer good <laughs> enough to get this for free. You are not getting this for free, Nathan. Sorry, I know earlier I was like, what if I kept sending you stuff for free? Not happening, bud. Uh, what so... about the sandwich and the thing that James is trying to give us? Yeah, but, no, but, but there's uh... no deal at Games Workshop. <laughs> they don't believe in deals. <laughs> Okay, yeah, right, sorry. Okay, so I can purchase this uh, flat sheet of cardboard to play the game on. Yes. Oh, it, okay. But it's, so what, is it like modular size as in, like, could you play a full game on it? Or is it only... The chat's answered that, Rob, which Wh I didn't know. Which is what? So in the Thondia box, you apparently get one battle mat. Yeah, it's not a battle mat. Matt is, we say, battle card. In, in the box, you get one piece of cardboard, yep. which is half a board. And then you can buy another half a board mm -hmm. to make a 2,000-point board, apparently. Oh, okay. So it's half a board. Half a board in the box with the Terrain. thing. Half a board later. 30 quid. Okay. And the other half of the board is 30 pounds. Yes. So I a board so. is the whole box plus... If I wanted to buy a whole board, it would cost me sixty pounds. Uh, yes. Do if I get... you wanted to buy just the board, just, just the cardboard, no is, terrain. Is there any crisps? No crisps. Boiled That'd eggs. That'd be a good thing for Games Workshop to sell, right? Right. Like, people thinking... sit in their shops all day, just sell crisps. I, like, I don't think they're really thinking about diversification at all. Like, I bet there's some business managers in the chat who are like, yeah. Like, imagine you went in there, there was fucking Monster Energy drinks. Big ones and some crisps. They'd be killing it. And loads yeah. of boiled eggs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you guys so much. <laughs> okay, all right. So I don't think we've really caught on with what's going on. Okay, let's start again. There's a book and there's a special edition <laughs> book. Neither of those two books come in the box. The box has some war card. Thank you very much in the chat. The box has some war card. War card. That's, that what it's called. That's, called, that's what we're calling it. Yeah, it's called war card, right? That's getting copyrighted by them next week. Just that out <laughs> yeah. Someone's going to be like, oh my God, we missed that. <laughs> and it's done right uh and the okay let's talk about the positives of the war card it's cardboard right that is themed for the story of the place basically yep so like that's good right and then there's some terrain so it's a picture of thondia see it's a picture of like you're not all of thondia like bits of thondia like it's basically if you imagine someone went on google maps nice yeah took a picture of uh the Manchester Football Club's home ground. Yeah. Printed it on some cardboard and then uh -huh. sold it for you to place a booty on. It's like that. Someone's been to Thondia, took a picture, printed it on some cardboard. Cool. Okay. All right. So so there's that. Um uh and also it's double it's also double sided. 
There's two oh. sides, two styles. Play two places. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, he doesn't. Uh, uh, or they could sell their own brand energy drinks and crisps at ten times the average price, and that would be. Imagine Space Marine. Imagine like they wrote some narrative that Space Marine get like some sort of power up when they drink a certain Space Marine juice, and then they sell that juice. Yeah, Nathan, you telling me you're not going to drink Gloom Spike Gits Grog? Yep, go on then. I'll have some of that. Yeah, I'll have a pint of Gloom Spike Gits Grog. Well, thank, thank you very you. much. It's it's forty two pounds. Um, but anyway, so Thondia's strong point is the terrain, and then importantly, this is the only way at the minute to get the incarnate, which I think is the thing everyone's kind of excited about. So this is the first time you're going to be able to get your hands on. Uh, an incarnate in game and you can only currently do it if you buy the thondian strong point um okay so you need the book to be able to play with the incarnate the box to own the incarnate to use you also get bonus for free um uh like uh, war card and then uh <laughs> if you want to expand your war card you can spend another 30 pounds on your thondian expanse so uh, thank you uh, pointy eared brown twanger for resubscribing uh that's lovely of you so uh overall uh what do we think of this selection nathan what are your thoughts how do you feel about this kind of offering from g-dubs no <laughs> <laughs> fairly succinct uh, i'll James. wait for the story but yeah no. okay yeah, no i mean i don't want to walk hard and i don't want those buildings and i don't want that really really pile of crisps that they call it incarnate <laughs> i think you can also get a twirly whirly in a curly whirly in a meal deal yeah probably i this is such a mess of a release right yeah yeah like one what does the book like let's go back up for me Okay, all right, yeah, sure. What do you need? Just back to the book. Okay, the book. Well, there's two. Which one? The book or the limited uh, this, edition book? This, this book. Uh, well, they're, they're the same book, aren't they? Okay. Like, who cares? So, first, like, what's the book do? Am I playing match play? Am I not playing match okay. play? Oh, well, okay, so, so actually, I know this, but the article doesn't say this. Okay. Okay. So, I can. Do you, would you like the info? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the real question for everyone is, because it contains battle plans, it contains rules, it contains a bunch of different stuff. So we're not really sure if this replaces the GHB or doesn't replace the GHB, because it hasn't been articulated well in the uh, article, obviously, or by Games Workshop. But thanks to Twitter, we know that's why Twitter is the best place for all Warhammer content, because you can really just ask questions directly of the devs and you get an answer. So shout out to Simon Froley. Yeah, big shout out to Simon Froley uh, from the South London Legion for, for just asking directly on Twitter, hello, does this replace the GHP or is it, in, like, is it you know, like what the hell do you run it by the side of the ghb like none of us really know yeah so he asked that to ben johnson who's the game dev um and then ben was kind enough to get back to us with the answer which was great um i'm just waiting for it to load on my phone sorry give me a second i'll just let me go find it but the answer is oh someone sent me a picture of a great pie i love that yeah Let's um, not get distracted. We can't see the great. pie. I Give got, us the ad. Well, I got made leek and potato pie the other day, and it was so... Oh, it was leek and mushroom, actually. And it was so tasty. 
I just mm. and I haven't had pie in ages, and I was just really happy about it. Anyway, I don't know if I'm buying this book still. Okay, all, all right, I'm trying. Give me all right. I'm, okay, well, just talk amongst yourselves for a second. James, go. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I want to know my answer. Like, do I need this book? Do I not need this book? Am I going to use this book? Okay, all right. So, well, yeah, will will uh, will match play be unplayable without access to the information inside of the that their book? Come on, come on, Rob. Where's the page? Where's the one second? <gasps> Does the chat know? No, I've just got everyone screen capping the idiot from Adepticon making terrible takes on Twitter. Okay, all right. Okay, I got it. Right, so. Uh, right, so they are separate. Thank you to uh, John Benson uh, for um, uh, giving us the answer to this. Uh, they are separate. Season of War ha ha uh, has standalone battle packs for open narrative, path to glory, and match play. Play all set in the Thondia region, as well as background, Thondian bestiary and campaign okay so it's they're separate because the question was looking forward to reading about it can you know someone on the community team to confirm whether this is a supplement to the ghb release cycle or a replacement to it right so they're separate so it's it's not a supplement it's in it's an neither edition but it's it's just separate right it's separate yeah but it's like it's a different way to play yeah 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 right like but i don't think if i can make a, a point here like throw in i think i don't think i hate that because actually like obviously there's going to be some to who's going to be like we're doing thondian today you must all bring your thondian book yeah and to that to i say you suck you fucking suck you sound like a loser yeah you look at yourself in the mirror and you slap yourself you dumb bitch but yeah to like us not terrible human beings yeah you can run yourself a thondian event and that would be pretty cool right i think yeah because you could just be like, oh, cool. We're going to do a Thondia tournament. Don't worry about the rules, boys. We've all... Uh, oh, what's the button? I would advocate that you talk amongst your friends in your friendly local gaming store and you do a syndicate. We've all done a syndicate, so we're fine. Yeah, right? And then also don't worry about buying the Incarnate because that guy kind of doesn't make sense for like a KO army or like a, a Seraphon army. But like Can't wait for it. every KO army to have one in. <laughs> I mean, all four, all four of them are going to have one now. <laughs> right? So you could, like, so I actually think overall, as like an addendum, that would be quite cool. Because you'd be like, ah, oh, we're all going to do an, like, you ha like a Thondian tournament where everyone has to be in it. Everyone has to bring an incarnate, right? Now, Nathan, so what yeah. we're basically saying is it's a bunch of new battle plans. That... So what does only one person in the syndicate get the incarnate? Oh. That's what I want to know. Okay, you know, I understand what you're saying, Nathan, and I'll follow it with my other quote. And they asked me if I could make any miniatures I wanted, what would I create? I told them I want to make proxies to play in my favorite miniature war game. Because that guy looks terrible for your Gits army, Nathan, so you would make a Gits incarnate, right? I would argue he looks terrible for any army. <laughs> That's a that's a good statement, I guess. Uh, like sticking, sticking. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's fair, right? It's weird. It's. I don't get it. It's just. Yeah. What is that? It's just. Okay. All right. Well. Okay. Okay. So anyway, so I digressed us. So, am I buying the book? No, I'm not buying the book. I. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna hold my hand up here. I would at least like to read the story because I think that the. Uh, are what you was... buying? Hold on. The book. No, oh, I mean, obviously not. But, like, the... <laughs> the 
I would like to read the story though. The because the, the I genuinely think the one that what was the the one that was the bat, battle at the all points, not the amazing podcast party at the all points, which you should all check out. No, but the uh, what was the great um, the uh, the realm of chaos one that they did recently, where there was like the night horn attacked. Oh, it wasn't recently; it was like two years ago or something. I can't remember, but like that was quite good, I thought. And I also liked the malign portents ones, which I thought was yeah, yeah they were good. Mm-hmm. But I bought that book and never used it because nowhere used it because nowhere played it. Yeah, okay. Wrath of the Ever Chosen. The story was... was good. Yes, and I think like the narrative's good, but I don't like. There's a lot of stuff that I don't want in there. Like I'm not, I'm not buying it. Okay. So, so then I think like if we go down a little bit to the box set thing, because oh, yeah. that's the next thing they're trying to sell. Okay. Me. So importantly, Thondia as a book is thirty-two pound fifty. At RRP. At at recommended retail price. Okay. Yes. So it's twenty-eight quid. Yeah, from your third-party retailers such yeah. as WhatsApp. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this thing, this I just think this is such a hard sell for anyone that plays regularly. Like, I don't want six pieces of terrain. Well, not those six pieces. Yeah, but also I don't want six. Like, Nathan, you play Warhammer. Hold on. Do you own terrain? Hold on, James. I don't think you. Can, yeah. I don't think you can say that. That little. I don't. I would actually argue that th- two of the pieces aren't really terrain. You can't tell me that. You can't tell me that that little fence is terrain. That's well, not. Well, no. Like. Uh, do you know, like, and also, but like, just because, like, I think most people are going to own it. Like, you own more terrain than anyone ever needs, Rob. Nathan owns a board of terrain. I own more than a board's worth of terrain. I imagine most people own enough terrain to play a game. Ooh, you keep talking about it. I'll be back in one second. Okay. And then I think, like, the the other thing that blows my mind is, like, now we know what's in that box. Like, we can look at it together, Nathan. But that's basically enough terrain for half a board. Yeah. And it's probably enough... It's not enough pieces for a full board, but it's also, like, it's only terrain big enough for half a board. So then I need to buy another half of board, and I definitely don't want the same again. boards to play on. Yeah, no, you don't. It's war card can suck a dick. <laughs> Here he is. But just over the weekend, just talking about terrain, oh, uh, the the uh, the Kickstarter for Sky Dwarves. That's right, uh, Sky Dwarves, uh, generic Sky Dwarves. Uh, <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> generic sky dwarf terrain the kickstarter we got the files and i printed out um uh several of these kind of uh taverns i think they're quite try and get some close-ups but the lighting's a bit weird for you guys there you can see generic sky dwarf uh patterning there uh which is quite cool so i don't know if you guys can see that on the camera but yeah uh, and obviously podcast guys are like what the fuck but i'll tweet out a picture later um so is that a flying building or something? no 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 this one this one's like a manor house so, like i've just done a few of like the manor houses uh, at the moment because um uh, they're pretty sweet because and because the ones that because there are some like floaty port uh, bits of terrain. So I'm going to do a carriage and overlord. Sorry, sorry. I'm going to do a, a generic sky pirate <laughs> set of so dwarf pirate terrain. Dwarf short sky stru- merchant board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dwar- a short sky pirates. Yeah, short, <laughs> short, <laughs> short. <laughs> <laughs> with guns uh, it's, uh, uh anyway yeah but i won't be putting it on a war card table we use mats but anyway so i just thought i'd show that off and uh and it's really really cool and i would argue in my personal opinion as a design i think it's nicer looking 
than that terrain that you see for that set anyway i just thought i'd bring that up anyway uh pretty nice. cool and yeah, fun yeah. Push, yeah yeah the um uh, i i'm really I, i'm super excited about that like i can't wait to because i want to do a skaven board after which i'm fucking really excited about because uh, i think that that'll be really fun but anyway uh, i'm digressing oh, so like a brown rodent board that, yeah like because i think you could do like an amazing i think you could do an underground amaz- rat people that like green stone board yeah sorry yes large yes. Large rodent board. Yeah, yeah la- large rodent board. <laughs> uh, uh, right, anyway. Um, yeah, rat men. Uh, I don't know where we were, but... Uh, big... Well, I just said, like, I don't know where you want it. There's, the terrain's not big enough, I don't think, for a 2,000-point board. You wouldn't want the same terrain twice, unless... Uh, well, you just wouldn't. Like, it's, I don't think it's good enough for it. And then also, I did see someone earlier bought, bought up some um, good positives for the cardboard mats which were uh, the war card which mm. was that they they uh, tidy away easy they take up less space which i think is debatable but i'll come back to that uh, and that they're really easy to find the objectives on because the folds are at points that you need um what i think is probably the negatives is um, i think debatably depending on the space of your house when you roll a mat up and put it in a bag it, it fits away pretty easy uh, but also they unless you're clipping them together they move apart all the time they're not very nice to roll on um i just yeah there's no way i'm buying that like and it's 135 quid yeah oh yeah so the box is 135 pounds which gets you the incarnate and the terrain um so there's that i guess but like obviously i wouldn't buy that because 135 pounds is crazy expensive um uh, yeah, uh, I saw some. I saw some people. So I did have a debate about this on Twitter today, which doesn't happen that often these days. But I did see someone say that um, <coughs> Games Workshop currently sells some of that terrain already, and if you guesstimate the price of the parts they don't, that box would be like two hundred and something quid. Um, my thoughts on that is that it's a bit like when you go into a supermarket and they're like, "Oh, do you remember that bag of what's it?" You bought last week that was a pound this week it's three pound but you get two bags for the price of one yeah yeah that's how it's, i feel about it i'm not i'm not yeah anyway so then there's also the war card but we have also learned some rules um so we have learned about some rules about oh, cool. uh, what the incarnate does i don't know if you you knew this already nathan uh so no. again i'll take to uh, my main source of information which is um uh, mainly at this point dayton uh, but let me just go find it. I think he's put it already in the chat anyway. Um, my favorite thing about our WhatsApp currently is seeing the Adepticon of, uh, sorry, the TO of Adepticon consistently blocking every person in the chats that I'm in. <laughs> like, people are like, oh, he's blocked me now as well, um, uh, which is uh, really funny. Um, uh, anyway, okay, so let's go find out this, uh, what it does. Uh, okay, so we know it's 400 points, this, uh, the incarnate what? of, yeah, it's 400 points. It's got 18 wounds okay uh so the reason that we know this and i've already done a show on it earlier in the week so one of the day shows if you guys want to go back and watch it uh but so we've already kind of uh been through this information but let me just go find this info again oh god this is annoying oh yes here we go okay so incarnates are not units okay so what happened is one of the people who get these ahead of time early uh, accidentally published their blog post early if that makes sense so this isn't all of the details this is kind of a review of the details from a source that we aren't aware of 
okay so like or we're not naming right because they accidentally pressed publish on their blog when they were doing their write-up does that am i making sense yeah 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 before ahead of time uh so incarnates are not units rather they are unique enhancements that a friendly hero not wizard hero can bind to their will an incarnate begins the game bound to a friendly hero in your army and each hero uh and, can, and each incarnate can only be bound to a single hero okay so starts on your army list bound to a hero happy with that yeah okay good. that's cool uh should the bonded hero die the incarnate will go wild in that state it is as likely to decimate your own army as it is your opponents if you decide to tame one yourself you are prevented from bringing allies however you can include it no matter how many allied points you are allowed uh, to uh, use. Yeah, to use, basically. Okay, so it's not a spell as we once thought, yeah. but it's a bond beast. Nathan, now, mm. you're a bit of an expert on bond beasts. Yeah. What do you think? Ah. <laughs> 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 uh... Yeah, it's not normally that complicated. Okay. When when you get into bonding things, bondage. Are they normally four hundred points, bond beasts? No, and sometimes you can take allies, but I don't know. <laughs> sometimes you can take <laughs> allies. <laughs> Such a like some some new some new listener. I don't know why they've listened this deep into the show. Some new listeners are like, what is he talking about? Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, keep listening listen. you'll learn yeah yeah you gotta like it's 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 kind of like with us stick with us <laughs> yeah. anyway to represent the ephemeral state of uh living magic the incarnate has states okay so the, like kind of like you would have brackets on a monster an incarnate has a state right yeah uh from empowered obviously probably the highest i think to destroyed probably the lowest and even maybe dead right these are similar to the damage table on standard behemoths they are treated as having 18 wounds for the purposes of, of rules that require it uh should an incarnate ever be slain without a roll say by the brass orb it is not slain and loses a state level each state also has a domination range nathan this is so <laughs> up your street yeah which affects its unique abilities okay so it's yeah. got a domination range Nathan, mm. what's your domination range with with or <laughs> before adding a flogger to your equipment list? About that far. About that far. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So there's bond beasts and um, anyway, every so uh, which affects its unique abilities. Every incarnate starts at state two, right? We don't know if that is good or bad. Uh, and that can increase or drop for a variety of reasons determined by the incarnate. Instead of suffering wounds, an incarnate makes a special battle shock test using 3d6, losing a state if they feel, uh, if they fail. Sorry, losing a state if they fail. Each state has an incarnate. Uh, e uh, each state has. Uh... I don't know if it's written a bit badly. Uh, drops to zero. It is slain and removed from the battlefield. So it's possible to slay one, basically. Uh, while it is wild, it is treated as hostile model to both armies. Several grand strategies in Thondia rely on having a non-wild incarnate on the battlefield. So you'll want to keep it safe. 
so it's something that you want to keep safe for 400 points in your army uh, and well you have to keep the hero safe that's looking after it mm, yes or yeah so you got, well, you got to keep it safe and the hero that it's bonded to safe uh. yeah yeah okay so double double safe okay uh, and then the final bit of article um uh, the Cronspine is a true monster befitting the Avatar of Gur. Again, not my words. Again, reading the article. Uh, it has a devastating suite of attacks. Uh, it can dish out 34 wounds at the highest level. So that's 34 wounds. Okay, we don't know if that's damage. Like, wounds would like obviously be before damage, right? If that makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah it might, they all might all be one. Yeah, because it, it might have been written by someone who doesn't really play. Like, in, most of the people who get this stuff for free. Almost all of the people who get this stuff for free. They say things like 34 wounds. A gamer says, do you mean 34 wound dice? And they're like, is that different? And then we all scream. Yeah, which is great. Um, however, um, <laughs> right, a wizard, <laughs> right, can it be bonded to a name hero? It doesn't say in the article if it can or if it can't. We don't know. Okay, a wizard bonded to it gets plus one to all magic rolls. Okay, wow. Okay, plus one to all magic rolls. Mm -hmm. uh, when it's in dominant, but only when you're in domination range. So you've got to be bonded to it and then in domination range, and then you get plus one to cast. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. Sure. Okay, don't seem bothered. Uh, and it can bounce, okay. Uh, uh, and while it's in domination range, it can bounce the all-out attack command to all friendly units in range. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Right? It, it also hates hostile magic, throwing out a minus one penalty to all enemy wizards. So literally better than the whole corn army. Right, uh, and potentially devouring endless spells to gain levels, which I think is quite fun. Yeah, cool. even if it it even has a unique monstrous rampage, allowing it to eat nearby spells. The four hundred point price tag is a little high, says <laughs> the content creator. And then because they got it free, they reminded us to say at the end, but it's well worth it. Thank you very much. Yeah, so well worth it because it was free. Um, and they got it for free. Uh, so there we go. Like, 400 points, has a domination aura. You get to say, I'm dominating you. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, so what do we think? Chat, and I guess... James, I'll jump off with you. How are you feeling about that? <laughs> it's, it's interesting, right? So it's 400 points. He's gone. It's 400 points. I'm listening. I'm ready. Right. So it's 400 points. Mm. I've got to keep it alive for the battle tactics, so those might not be match play. Okay, yeah. But it's also then got to attach to a hero. It has. So in theory, I'm like, oh, I probably want it on a rubbish hero that I'm not throwing forward. But then that rubbish hero is easy to kill. Yeah, so then that hero... So then I'm like, oh, I probably need to put it on a big hero. And I'm like, oh, but then I just spent 400 points. So let's say I'm more crusher. So what's that, like 400 points? Yeah. Yes. And, well, and then they'd go together. So then they go together. But yeah. then I'm like, oh, if if you die, like this isn't good. And if that and the more crusher dies, then you just hit everything. Like I don't. Oh, I don't know. No, 
I'm out. I'm out. I, I can't. I mean, we'll see, but I can't see how this is any benefit to me or anyone. Okay, great. Okay, good. Uh, so Nathan, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah. Just... Um, I bet there's some broke little combos with some specific models that we'll see. I, like, have, a, I uh... have a suggestion. Oh yeah, yeah bond it then. to bond it to a scryer. Uh, sorry, um, uh, an arch warlock. Yeah, so he's got plus one to cast. Right. Yeah. Overpower his spell to do d6 mortal wounds d3 times to the same unit, yeah. and then give plus one to hit to all of your scryer acolytes in shooting. Oh boy, you're going two three three two every event. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe something a little bit more obnoxious than that. Some somewhere out there, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. Probably like a slan or something. We'll get some bullshit from probably, out of it. Probably cities of signal is pretty good. Plus one to hit on loads of those units is pretty nice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, well, uh, I mean, yeah, we'll see when it comes, but it doesn't tickle me. Uh, doesn't tickle me... your fancy? No, it doesn't tickle me fancy. Not in spite of all the domination and bondage that's going on. Wow. If that isn't going to get you, then it's just not going to. It's not going to uh, uh, love or. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, James, um, you've had your say. I think you've had your say. Yeah. Okay. Well, now it's time for the chat to have their say. Yeah, I'm going to put a vote in the chat. Uh, you guys can uh, feel free to vote. There's a three-minute vote. Um, for me, i got two things to say. Number one, it's really exciting that you could... So there's a vote in the chat. Vote right now uh, on what you think. I think it's exciting that there are is more story and there are more things to do in that story. I like that they're incarnates. I've said this already because it makes me think of Final Fantasy VII Summons. I like the idea of designing my own incarnates for my own armies. Not, I'm not designing them, you know what I mean? Getting other models to be my incarnates. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited about that. Like, I know all the rules will be online anyway because the content creators are just like literally put all the rules up and we just screen cap them and all look at them anyway, like day one. So I don't, like, I can't, like, I have auto downloads on my WhatsApp. I can't not receive the pictures. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, it's today. All the pictures, like, I know what it does now, right? Um, so that's cool. Um, I'm probably one of the very few people who's actually excited about the story, because I am. I quite like these books for the story bit that they do, because um, I think the last two, Wrath of the Everchosen, I think was good. But I think probably, and it's also quite fun as a TO to be like, oh, we're going to do a Thondir campaign. Everyone has to bring an incarnate, but you don't obviously have to bring that incarnate because it looks terrible and it's a billion pounds. Yeah. yeah, so you can just do your own incarnate. So I think that's really cool um and then that's it really like i think there are loads of negatives it's super expensive the model's crap the book's very expensive i'm obviously not going to buy card because like like what the hell it's Be really good when you spill a drink on it yeah right like um uh yeah we could also thank you to mamdare in the chat we could do uh, a thing and we we could do an event called thong deer where it's a yeah. thondian event but everyone has to wear a thong yeah, uh -huh. that sounds like he'd travel for that. Yeah, thong deer, <laughs> right? That sounds and like there a... has to be domination and bondage. Yeah, throughout the event. Yeah, on yeah. every table. Yeah. 
so someone said, does it the arm does it gain the army's keyword? We don't know that because that wasn't in the article. Someone also brought up it doesn't hold objectives, the actual incarnate itself. So that's pretty bad for four hundred points. Your more crusher holds an objective for five hundred points. Wasn't the quote it's not it's a bit expensive at four hundred points? Uh but well worth it. From but well worth it, sorry. From well the person it. who got it for sorry. free. Yeah. Uh, I think that th think of the children. What about the children? I don't know. Like so, like overall, um, uh, like I think it's interesting as a release, but it's probably a no from me, Barry, is what I'm going to say. So let's do, let's do a round robin real quick. It's a no from me, Nathan. Yeah, fuck you, Barry. I don't want it either. <laughs> James, I'd rather take the Fury of the Deep Box that Adam Mumford's holding, <laughs> and that's got Fire Slayers in. Uh, the fact that like he's my son, uh, I, I am. This is the show where I finally admit that Adam is actually my son. Um, so I didn't think I'd ever admit it, but now you've all called me out on it enough. Okay, so the chat. Now we know what's wrong with him. The, uh, the chat has uh, decided. Uh, we've done love hate vote on the chat, uh, and the, it's seventy three percent to twenty seven percent. Seventy three percent hate. So uh, not good, but 27% love it. And that's kind of the thing to remember about these releases is like we can rubbish them all day, but there'll some people will be genuinely excited about elements of it, which I think is quite good. And cool. that's nice for them. Not really uh, going to be um, not going to be my thing. Uh, but anyway, okay, so that's Thondia. I think we've covered that pretty nicely. It's, uh, yeah. Any, any other questions about it? Any other things to talk about? No. Uh, okay. Okay. Right, good. Not on that so uh, we get to find out on Friday from people that read books. Yeah, we'll get to pay say that. Yeah, um, like so. Someone says it doesn't seem like it'll be a competitive play unless Tio says it's going to be all Thondia instead of GHB. I guess you now have to ask your TO if you are going to an event or if you're playing a pickup game. Hey, bud, do you want to play just pure GHB? Do you want to do GHB plus Thondia or do you want to do pure Thondia? If and also if can we model... get, can we get hashtag Thongdia trending. If if that model gets match play points, though, yeah, it will. Then it's, it's four hundred points. It's legal, right? It's then legal it's... in match player. Yeah, that's but, all that matters. But but only if you're playing in Thongdia. In Thongdia or mm -hmm. Thondia? Thongdia. That's okay. what it's called now, right? Yeah. Thongdia. Yeah. So even if you're in Gur. Like you still got to be in the Thondia region, Thongia, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're in Gur, you have to be in yeah. Thongia, which, which is guess... basically the ass crack of Gur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't think anyone. I think maybe it's not been. Okay. I, the other thing is, I don't think it's been communicated very well as a product. I don't know about anyone else. Like, if we hadn't had that tweet to inform us, we would still be asking some pretty basic questions, right? Yeah. 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 Right. So, like, uh, we haven't really ever worked out what it is. Uh, someone said it's the Aberdeen of Gur. I'm not really sure uh, what the situation is with that. <laughs> what they're sure. trying to imply about Aberdeen. I don't know. I don't know, but it's it's something uh, pretty real. Also, uh, just... I bet they wear loads of thongs in Aberdeen. Yeah, they do. They do. It's that uh, sort of climate. <laughs> uh, some other things that has happened uh, in news is the Arena of Shades, uh, which is the Nighthorn versus um, uh, Daughters of Cain uh, book has been released. And we've seen some War Scrolls uh, released from them, but it isn't really that big a deal. Like, there's like, they're whatever. There's like some changes, but they're all like, they're fine. And also, they've probably changed back when their books come out. 
yeah so like you can't even give it a, yeah because like you don't even know if it's going to change but yeah cross booze are out which is fun uh so there's that okay so that's all of the news i think that's all of the news um adepticon news hilarious uh the to went online today uh insulting all of the players who went saying that they couldn't paint well enough <laughs> sorry what <laughs> yeah. the, 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 TO, the, so... TO, the to tweeted uh i was really disappointed with this year um because i got the uh i got the uh results wrong for who won the event uh and also we did it all on pen and paper and also and also importantly uh, the level of painting was a lot lower this year, which I find really disheartening. Um, so, like, he just generally... There was some crazy board... Like, I'm not a huge display board fan, but there were some cool display boards that weren't. I can't imagine you'd make one of those and then paint average. No, sorry. Just some uh, just some chuds. Some new people who were terrible brought terrible painted armies. So oh. he publicly shamed them online. Nice. Yeah. Seems a good way to get people to come back. I bet next year... Mm. I yeah. bet next year those guys will just take a a war card and use that as their display board. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Also, importantly, he didn't apologise for the other two things. Uh, he just, he just, he just, uh, he just bollocks stuff about that. So that's uh, that's some fun stuff that happened today as well. Um, okay, right on to the event from the weekend. Bow, 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 bow. Um, so uh, we had an event here at the arena this weekend, the G and T G T free gnts all weekend or until we ran out which was saturday uh importantly uh we had a fun time uh we had a fun time i think um uh maznox says hot take my paint skill shouldn't affect my event score i don't go to events for a painting show well actually like i think a fair statement to make is is that the event adepticon the aging tomorrow adepticon event which will be fully pimped out next year and we'll have the same 200 or more people attend because as mm. we know nathan i know you love a good like uh sadomasochist uh but you should go to adepticon those motherfuckers love whipping themselves uh like you wouldn't believe like like there's ball gags and like dicks and asses all over the place at that event like it is uh cuck central is that that's the correct right. term yeah yeah love it Love it. They're like treat lots me. of self-flagellation. Yes. Oh man, they're like treat me badly, daddy, uh, all the time. That's what I think you have to. That's the password to log onto the Wi-Fi. Uh, I'm pretty certain. Uh, Adepticuck. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, um, what were we saying? Where were we on to? Oh, our event this weekend, where also the Arby's were terribly painted and everyone sucks. Yeah, we had an event. This... <laughs> we had an event this weekend. Uh, uh, James did the coverage. I did a bit of coverage as well. I also uh, obviously was the TO and I also did like the hosting of the event, which is really fun. So I've got lots of thoughts on that. Um, should we talk about the results? Should we start yeah. there or do you want to yeah. start? Or do you want to? Yeah. Okay. Let's start with the results. So best sports, Nathan, and undefeated at the event was yeah. Dom. Dominic. Yeah. Nice. Good. Did you see what he was playing? I heard something about Trogs. You did, did I not? You did hear something right. about Trogs. Playing in the final. Playing in the final. Yeah. To, oh, in the final, yeah. In the Undefeated final. as well. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, there's some, there's, there's some poetic license with that. Because he, did, he, he had three wins and a draw going into the final against someone on four wins. But yeah. he defeated Matt with his Sylvaneth in the final. So the final was Sylvaneth versus Trogs. 
Oh yeah, that old classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always see them in the finals. Always, normally. always. Like, I'm ball. absolutely sick of seeing uh, them Chogs, in the... Chogs and sticks fighting. Yeah. Always, I'm sick of it. It happens too much. Uh, but Dom, yeah, Dom was playing in the final uh, against obviously Matt Muller with his Silverneth, um, and uh, so he won best sports, which was uh, lovely. And I'll read the list out for you, Nathan. Oh, yeah. 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 So cool. he was running Gloom Spike Gits. Glog's Mega Mob. Oh, yes. He had a Dank Hold Trogoboss. He had Good. a Fungoid Cave Shaman. By the way, they were all named as well. Cool. Okay. Well, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, a uh, keen player of the game then. Yes. Good. A Madcap Shaman. Yeah. A Breaker Boss on My Brute Trogoth, which, yes, chat, thank you, doesn't have the Gits keyword. But then what does, Nathan? Am I right? Let's just joke about that together. What does? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Uh, uh, six rock gut trogoths. Six yeah. more rock gut trogoths. Two units of three full water trogoths. Five spider riders. Fully painted, Nathan. Good, good. Oh, that's the classy way to go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A marsh crawler slogoth. Oh, yes. Cool. Another one. Yeah. Get ready, ladies and gentlemen. And one Elgus Lagargan. Oh, what a, what a dude. Yeah. What a dude. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if it fell over at all. Uh, I actually don't Not know. when we were watching. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. He died pretty horrifically to some spells when I watched him with the trees. Uh, James, you watched one of, uh, one, two of his games? I can't remember. One? Uh, we definitely watched one against Hobbs. So yeah, one into Seraphon. Yeah, he he beat James Hobbs with his Seraphon, Nathan, which is pretty pretty impressive. Uh, uh, the I've never seen anyone roll so hot every time they rallied. Oh, he loved it. He was the king of rallies. He loved rallying those guys. He was like gonna rally these four trogs against James Hobbs. It was like last turn. He won a priority that was really key. He was like, I can hold this objective. Ignore all these pterodons dropping bombs on my head. I don't know if I've got enough wounds. I play for the play for the double. Won the double. He was like, I'm going to try and rally. Take the double. I get two turns to rally. I rally these trogs. There's, I think there must have been, the units are six. There's two left of the rock yeah. lads. He's like, four dice, rolls four dice. He's like, oh, I'll get three back. <laughs> <laughs> 15 wounds with a five up ward. Just strolling onto the center objective. Skills. Yeah. That's it the way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was pretty amazing. My favorite moment, I think, was when trot like uh, rock gut trogoths who were quite big miniature wise. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, like uh, there was a moment where Silverneth maybe could have won if they'd have ran their um, their Colonel Hunters onto an objective uh, because the final, by the way, between Silverneth and Trogs ended in a dead draw. Yeah. Point for oh, point draw, cool. yeah. So, so it's a dead draw for that final. Uh, that round also had five draws in it, which was mental out of eight matches. So, like, what uh, was the battle plan? Uh, just like not even the what was it? Like, it wasn't even the vice. Uh, it was Feral Foray. No, Feral Foray. It wasn't. It wasn't Feral Foray. That was round before. It was something else. Oh. I, can't, I can't remember. But it wasn't even tectonic interference or something like lane where it's three in the middle, right? Uh, first blood. Thank you, Owen. It was first blood. And with five draws out of eight, which was 
pretty amazing. Um, but my favorite bit was when the, those rock gut truckers, the Kurnos Hunters, who are quite big models, Kurnos Hunters, to be fair, but they're not as yeah. big as rock guts, counted as more than an objective than each rock gut. Like, each Kurnos Hunter counted as two, um, and then each rock gut counted as one, and it just made me fucking laugh loads. Like, I really enjoyed that. Them um, poor trogs. Them poor trogs. Yeah, they were. that was really fun. So that was best sports, Dom playing with his trogs and going undefeated with the so you might see him this weekend nathan which is quite fun oh yeah is he going to the bad moon maybe maybe oh, i'm not super so yeah hope me so. too uh then also um also in so first place the event was won by mr math mallow himself uh with his sylvaneth with uh the war song revenant bomb uh which adam was uh, adam my son my son my young son taught me all about um yeah. uh, it's a does he call you daddy no, no. We have a very respect, <laughs> a really respectful uh, relationship. Alariel, sure. uh, okay. Branch Wraith, the Warsong Revenant, doing the Warsong Revenant bomb. James, did you see this in action? Yeah, I've played it twice. You've played it twice? Had the wow. unfortunate experience of playing that list twice. All right, talk to, to, for the people at home, I'll tell you what's in the list quickly and then tell me about your experiences. Alariel, Branch Wraith, Warsong Revenant, three times five tree revenants, six corner thunters with... Um, great bows, and then Chronomantic Cogs, Spell Portal, and Spike Swarm Hive. Thank you, Real Poly Geek, for resubscribing. Um, what do you? What did you make of the list? Me. Yeah. What's the What's the tech? What's the bomb? It, it basically what, doesn't move. Mm-hmm. Well, the Warsong so, Revenant doesn't move. I mean, none of the list moves. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite was the description. I was sat in the booth with Adam Mumford, and obviously him and Matt Mallow are basically a a couple uh and so he was like i've played this list too many times like i know what you'll do he puts a tree down puts a six kernel thunders in the tree hides the war song revenant behind him puts a lariel to the side (laughs) and puts the 15 tree revenants wherever yeah and then every turn doesn't move doesn't move he casts throw uh throw the vines Throne of Vines, which gives the Warsong Revenant plus two to cast. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he casts on 3d6, and he takes the highest two. Mm-hmm. Once that goes off, great. Then, does some other stuff, but not a lot. Maybe the Revenant's tootle about. Maybe a wood comes. Maybe some Kernel Thunders turn up, but it doesn't move. And so basically what happens, um, uh, Nathan, is the Warsong Revenant powers up so each turn he can give himself plus two to cast oh so then, it's cumulative it's yeah cumulative, as long as he yeah. doesn't move but cumulative. if you watch matt mallow play he doesn't move anyway like none of the army moves maybe a lariel has a little stroll um and then basically he can pop out a um spell portal, spell portal yeah and then he casts uh whatever the warsong revenant war scroll spell is called it's mm-hmm. on his war scroll uh, and he he so he casts it, and depending on the turn, he's plus two to cast or plus two to cast or you know plus four or six or eight. Uh, on three d six, he takes the two highest dice, all those pluses to cast, and then for every unit within nine inches of the spell pool or himself, one or the other, he rolls as many dice as the cast roll, and every five ups a mortal wound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's basically the old croak bomb, Nathan, but like it gets more powerful over time. Effectively, yeah. it's very much like your your um, your spike tornado, the the Gits version. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, not quite as powerful, but similar. It's effectively using the spell portal, which should be deleted from the game, uh, to um, to to create an AoE bubble that gets does more mortal wounds as time goes on, which is pretty crazy. And then Alariel's a pretty fast combat punchy unit in the right situation after you've like softened the enemy up and then you've got the bows and you do all the other things although all of matt's games were fairly close and he ended on four wins and a draw but matt is like unarguably if you look at the tsn stats the best performing um silverneth player in the world at the moment for all of age of sigma 3 far and away like the his the win percentage of silverneth is significantly higher just because matt is playing them like like no like no fucking shadow of a doubt like yeah absolutely like, and and it turns out the way you do that is by not moving any of your army yeah, yeah, yeah. standing so, still staring your opponent down and rolling well yeah yeah it's so this is the list that he's been playing like there's no variation on it really no there's no he doesn't he doesn't think that if a new sylvanus book comes he'll miss out on playing builds this is the build night there's no hidden builds like that gits book this is the build. <laughs> Yeah, there's okay. multiple versions of ways to play with that book. It's uh, so the so that's the winning list, uh, and I think it was really genuinely interesting to play. I think if you don't understand it, it probably seems a little overwhelming. But James, as I know you and Adam were laughing about, so we'll touch on this. All of these games, well, not all of these games, many of these games were we did live coverage for James and uh, Adam in my opinion, did a fantastic job this weekend. They they did four out of the five games. No, they did. They did. They did four out of the five games doing live coverage this weekend with Mark, beautiful Mark, doing all the table bossing and bringing them all the information that, that was happening. And Matt was also doing some stuff as well. So, like, the, they did, like, the live team, which I actually... Uh, like on the Saturday was actually very stressed about. I was very uncomfortable because I was running the event and like there was enough of us that I could have jumped in at any point, but that meant Adam or James wouldn't have been doing anything. So I just kind of like left them to it. And like, I want to ask James what his experiences are like in a moment, but you can go back and watch all those games on the T-Sports Network Twitch and they'll be on the YouTube at some point in the future. Uh, so you can see them play. Um, but my point was, James, you talk, looked at the stats for a little moment that Silverneth aren't doing great, are they? Not wonderfully. I think the final was 38% versus 36% win rate. Yes. Yeah. Like, they were, like, two of the low-performing armies playing against each other, which was interesting. Uh, so, yeah. James, you did coverage for most of the weekend, and you haven't done it for a while. Uh, yeah. Like, and you also was rusty. With, uh, you, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Like, you did it with Adam. How did that go for you? Talk to me about highlights, lowlights, stuff that stood out. What What did you enjoy? Uh, yeah, it was fun. Uh, it was fun. I think like it was fun. Like I think there was a point where we were doing coverage and someone in the chat was talking about it. They felt like they'd seen it as a less competitive event. And I think one of the lists we had on at that time seemed very competitive. But I actually think like most of the lists were really interesting. Like we didn't see any we didn't see any long strikes. We didn't see any dragons. We still saw some thunder lizards. But like we did see um we did see some cool and interesting lists. We saw some fun matchups. Um, we saw Owen put put um, put his safety net away and bring a cat across instead of a Nagash. The end result of the weekend is probably that Nagash will come back, but <laughs> he did take that very big step. Um, and I think yeah, it was good. It was fun. It was fun to be left in charge. We got to press the buttons that we're not normally allowed to press. Mm -hmm. 
um, streaming with, uh, commentating with Adam, because I think it's the first time we've ever done it together, just the two of us. Just the um, two of us. Amazing. And how did it go? I really yeah, want to hear about fun. this. Listening, listening to Adam, the one thing that's quite funny is that I, I thought was quite funny is like, I like Warhammer, but I don't feel like I'm ever like fully invested in it. Like I do lots of things yeah. and sometimes they all take each other over. And if I do commentating with you, you're always like, it's kind of your job. All right. Okay. No, like, be honest. Like, be yeah, brutally honest. So it's kind I really of your job, hear. right? Yeah. So I think you're really good. Like, over the years of doing it with you and knowing you, like, you've got to the point where it, it's like, you're like, cool, I'm going to commentate on this. And there's always a game and there's always something to commentate on, mm-hmm. unless it's really bad. But also, you're really good at being impartial. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> yeah, I actually think, I think in the game, okay. not on the Monday show, but normally commentating, you're like, oh, they could do this and there's this and there's this. But like doing it with Adam, and I'm going to say it because I said it to his face and it's my fave, is like there were some great bits where I was just like, oh, you're definitely biased here <laughs> because it's an Ideneth army. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that was fun. Like it's almost fun because actually also playing with him, like, that Ideneth list came out, so that was piloted by Ma- Matthew Goldsborough for the weekend. Uh-huh. And he was just like, oh, my God, this list. <laughs> and off he went. So, like, the list description on that was, like, to the minute detail. He oh. knew every nuance. Perfect. And he was dead excited. And then game four was even more fun because we watched Matt versus Matt. Yeah. Goldsborough versus... Matt Mallow. Davies. Yeah. Yeah, with surnames. Uh, and and like watching Adam's face at various points where he's like, Oh, I'm a Deepkin player and Deepkin should win. But Math Mallow's the love of my life and he needs to win. <laughs> was great fun. Like that was a great fun game. Because like there was even the point where like the Warsaw Revenant got absolutely trashed. Yeah. Like turn two. And there was just a great point where Adam like looked at me and he was like I've played, I've played him so many times. Like that never happened. He never dies. I've got to go outside, and off he went. <laughs> it's gone. And I was like, Adam's having an emotional moment. We'll just keep going. We'll just talk our way through. Um, but it was great fun because, like, it was it was interesting because, like, that game especially was just like this emotional roller coaster of Adam. So he was like up and down the whole way through, and I was like, cool, I'll just be level because whoever wins, fine. Um, and watching like uh, that game was carnage uh but it was good fun we had a laugh uh we we fumbled our way through a little bit i think in places but we had a nice time yeah like there's a lot of responsibility as the commentator to make sure that you definitely you don't put too much onus on the players because when it's like when it's because the internet can really run with a threat you know what I mean? Like today, the internet seems to be really dogging on the TO for Adepticon. I don't know why. It seems unfair, but like it's happening a lot. Yeah. And I don't encourage that to continue. But the like, so so as a commentator, you you must like you must be conscious of that. But me and Adam, because I did the final game, me and Adam had some real good fun with Owen because Owen's a very good personal friend of mine. Yeah. So we'd been talking over the weekend and he'd had like he'd had like a blow up on the first game. Yeah. And Owen 
Owen just has these not very... Owen. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Owen, but Owen, not Owen. Owen. Owen has these really quotable things. Actually, when we were doing the setup on Friday night, all of the guys came like uh, came to the venue like a little bit early, and they're all playing Root. And Matt Goldsborough has got a very quotable voice, and he was playing this um, like he was just making these outrelated because they're playing Root. And if you don't know Root, it's a board game about uh, woodland animals. Yeah, and they were all playing together. And Matt, like occasionally, I'd just be like setting up like one of the sources on OBS or something. I just hear Matt say something like, oh, I'm sick of these badgers or something. And I was like, amazing. Like, what amazing quotes. So being ha- able to have the... Uh being able to have the uh, the ability to turn on the player audio, yeah, and then make a bit of fun out of it for these like moments uh, was was something I really enjoyed. But I was also really conscious of making sure that we didn't over egg it because it was meant in jest, and that's sometimes hard to do when it's your friend to an audience of people who maybe don't realise that, right? So like, I guess yeah, sometimes I can be a little bit too. No, that's not true. I can't sometimes be a little bit too professional, but I try, right? I guess. And like, and Adam's wonderful because he's just so emotive, right? He's just like so he cares so much about what's happening, which I think yeah. is is super. And fun. even more fun when it's Deep Kim versus his his uh, life partner. <laughs> yeah, like when they're battling it out, when they're battling it out. Uh, so he cried was... three times. <laughs> It was really fun. Um, uh, Nathan, I know you didn't watch any of it, so I'm sorry you're like, not as uh, jazzed by uh, some of this. Um, well, it sounds awesome, though. Yeah. Like, proper, proper, we'll try and get get around to watching some of it back, yeah? Well, I mean, got, can I give Nathan my favourite story of the weekend? Please do. That's what yeah, I want to yeah. hear. I love this. I think, that, I think this is a Nathan story. Okay. So, game five, uh, yeah. Rob and Adam commentated... And I got to do like I think probably my favorite thing now. I think I might eat I think I might like this more than playing most of the time. So I basically just got to wander around, serve some drinks, mm. but also like watch every game. Yeah. Um and so there was some great fun because I got to watch Brad Glover, Glover play Speckles and it for some reason every time I walked past Speckles, his dice fell apart and Brad's went crazy. So I just kept walking there every time I saw Speckles <laughs> pick up dice. But then good, I got good. distracted by other games. So that was good fun. But next to them was table two in theory, because we moved Owen onto table four because I wanted him to have a meltdown on stream again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we moved table four or five or whatever he was there and we put the table two slot on that table. So it was at the bottom bit where the bar used to be or where okay. the bar is. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And it was uh, Colonel Cabbage versus uh, Matt, uh, Matt Goldsborough. And so we watched Matt Goldsborough's list, but I hadn't watched Colonel Cabbage's list all weekend. So it was an Iron Jaws list. So it was five brutes, five brutes, five brutes. Yeah. Yeah. A Kragnos. The Allied in Mega Gargan. Oh, yeah. And a Moor Crusher. Mm. Oh, Ard Boys. Thanks, Owen. Boys, yeah. those. So five R boys, five R boys, five R boys, uh, okay. and then and then and then the same as. So that was his list. And then Matt Goldsborough was playing the Eisenlist Deepkin list. We watched a couple of times. So uh, it was eight models. So three sharks, uh, aspect of the sea, which is the cape guy, aspect of the storm, which is the other cape guy. One's fighty, one's yeah, magic. Yeah. Uh, a filler tide caster who does what the thing we talked about the other week where they get to pick an extra enhancement and then the Achillean King and so earlier in the weekend we'd watch this Achillean King um, into Dennis's list which was loads of Stormcast 
and he'd done really well until that point. And this Achillean King went into him, used his once per game ability, which yeah. lets him fight at the beginning of the combat phase. Mm. And he went into a bunch of annihilators that he'd used magic, he'd reduced their save. And so Adam buzzing that I don't know if they're on a table was like, oh my God, you need to see this king. He's a missile. And I was like, cool. Okay, taught me three. I was like, he's like a 260 point model. He'll be decent. And he was like, right. So he's, however many attacks doesn't matter because every unit by him, he's two or three extra attacks. Two, two. Two extra attacks for every unit that's it's called by the him. slap king. Right? Yeah. So he goes into three units and he's yeah. like, right. On his one profile now, he's 11 attacks. Okay. Three to hit. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Who's to wound? Yeah. Minus three, three damage. Yeah. Uh-huh. Eleven <laughs> times. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty good, right? So we watched him just slap everything, like every <laughs> stormcast model, off the board, basically by himself. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then I'm walking around and I'm serving drinks, and I watch uh, Colonel Cabbage and and Matt Golds were playing, um, and it was really interesting because. I don't think I've ever I played Matt's Goldsboro once at the T in the Genesis series. Yeah. And I was doing some like cover playing, but like I don't think I've ever watched him play since. So I'm watching them play and it's fun because like Matt Goldsboro looks invested in his game. Colonel Cabbage is so chill. <laughs> yeah. He's just like he just stands and like looks at the board, has a wonder round, looks at the board from a different angle, wonders around it. Like just chill. So all he did was push these three big monsters in the center towards the center objective. So we basically got a more Crusher and a Mega Gargan screening Kragnos, which is hilarious. Yeah. And I watched Matt Goldsborough push the Sea, the Storm, I think, and the Achillean King into the middle. And he was just like, it's my turn. I'm going, for, I'm going to fight first. So, and they know each other. Which I think is important. So I watched um, Charlie and he's like, right, when do you activate your strikes first ability? He's like, end of the combat, uh, end of the charge phase. So he's like, so I'm doing it now. He's like, yep, it's your turn. You do that first. So he rolls it. He's like, oh, it's only one unit. Doing my king. I'm like, that's nasty. Like, I think he can probably kill like a more crusher without trying. Mm-hmm. So I was watching this, right? And I was like, I'm going to like just hover. Not get in the way, because I hate that. Yeah, but I'm going to yeah. hover, because I want to watch this king and see what he slaps. And then, so he's like, cool, I'm going to do that. And so Charlie goes, okay, can I do my monstrous rampages now? And he's like, yeah, yeah, you can do those. And Charlie rolls those ridiculous dice. Yeah, he's got big yeah. monster dice. They're like this yeah. huge wood square things. Because he's rolling about six for the whole army, I think. Yeah. He's like, okay, I'm going to do the, I think it's the Iron Jaws stamp or the No, no, it's just Mega stomp. Gun. It's just stomp, but you get to add destructive bulk to it, don't you, Nathan? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so that, it's right? So he's like, so I'm bulk. going to do that. How many wounds is your king to Matt Goldsborough? Matt Goldsborough goes, oh, he's, he's seven. He goes, okay, do I stomp him? Rolls this giant dice. I'm like, oh, it's a six. <laughs> he's like, cool. So it's now just D6 damage plus three. Rolls another dice. Six. He was like, nine damage. <laughs> and do you know one of those moments? Like, I'm not in that game. And I was like, turned away, walked off. But the room's not that big. So I turned back round. And Carol Cabbage still stood there like, just like this. Matt Goldsborough stood across the table, <laughs> head in his head. And this tiny little Achilles King, like, just at the side of him. I'm like, 
that missile didn't do very well this game. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just one of those moments. And then, like, but then I was laughing after. So then, like, obviously they're mates and they both use Bad Moon Cafe, I think, as, like, their home ground. Yeah. And so there was just this amazing <laughs> point where later I went back over to Charlie and Matt Goldsworth was like, I would never make that mistake again. He was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. But just in case you're not aware, like, if you'd have screened it with a shark, I could have done that twice. <laughs> it's just so good yeah yeah and uh, Matt took it really well like uh, yeah, yeah yeah like I don't mean it was nasty but it was just that moment where you know like you look at a table and you're just like oh and like we'd like watched on stream this missile like clean out armies and it was like oh that giant just trod on him and so then like as they like as it turned into more of a meme in the room Anytime someone was like, oh, what happened? And Charlie's like, oh, Mega Gargan. And then just walked around the room doing this Mega Stomp kick. And I was like, this is great. This is the best bit. <laughs> like, it was, that's an amazing moment. Can I tell you about my moment, uh, which was my favorite moment over the cool. weekend? There were loads because yeah, yeah. it, was, it was a really, really fun event. Um, but my favorite was, uh, was Speckles, who lost three games at this point, yeah, uh, playing against the Meg. Yeah, who had also lost three games at this point. So Speckles is playing his night haunt with two black coaches, right? And I like how Speckles, whenever anything goes wrong, it's my fault. Like whenever, like anything, it's it's <laughs> my fault. Which I like. It probably is my fault to be fair. So because uh, I love him to pieces. So him and yeah. Meg are playing, and I've been like, this was maybe like game three. Uh, like so, game four. So this is Sunday morning, but like I was meant to be commentating, but someone was late, so I started playing a game against Rob. It was really fun, uh, but then like a player turned up and stuff. Um, so uh, uh, so I just kept like, just going back to that game because it was just one I was just really interested in because it was like basically two friends playing, yeah, and it was just hilarious, like so fun. And like and at this point, obviously their results didn't matter at all, okay. Like, and I was just so deeply invested in this game. And there was a moment where Speckles had charged his black coach into uh, Meg's Bastilodon, right? She had three Bastilodons, but this was like, she had a combat Bastilodon. And I was like, oh, Meg, do you know about the realm command ability? Because I knew she didn't, right? Like, I knew that she didn't know it, right? Because this Bastilodon was nearly dead. And Speckles was like, oh, I'm going to kill that Bastilodon now. He's not got a good armor save. He's going to die now. And I was like, Meg, do you know about the realm command ability? She's like, no, what's it do? And I was like, it lets you fight at the top bracket. She was like, well, is that good? I'm like, for your Bastilodons, it's amazing. Because it means you go back to up, especially the combat Bastilodon, so the snake basties. Because it means instead of rolling like five dice, you roll 18 dice for the mortal wounds. And it means you go back up to having a one-up armor save because you fight at the top bracket, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. Right, yeah. So she was just like, she was just like, that's amazing. And Speckle was like, oh, yeah, thanks. Like, really pissed, right? Like, And then they rolled it out, and I eventually think he killed all the Basilodons. Anyway, there was a moment where, like, an hour later, where, and then Meg was so happy. She kept doing it all the time and saying this stuff. And there was a moment, like, an hour later, maybe an hour and a half later, where, like... Uh, Matt Goldsworth came over, and I think someone else came over, and they're obviously really good, competent, competitive players. And they came over to me, and we kind of had that chat, and they were like, oh, what are you watching? What's happening? And I was like, everything that's happening here is of no import at all. This game was over an hour and a half ago. Yeah, like, it's, but I was so invested. I, like, it didn't, like, it didn't matter who was on the objectives. It didn't matter, like, what the score was. It didn't really even matter what the battle tactic was. It just mattered that two people were having a great game that like the which the result was like 
two hours ago or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like it was already over. And I was just sat there just like fucking cry laughing. Like as every model, like Linda died and I was like screaming. I was like, this is great. Like, <laughs> right. Like, and it like Mamdez here in the chat, like, and it really reminded me again and again, um, or maybe reinforced a feeling I've been having recently. And I think the event did over the weekend, which is my big takeaway. I don't know if it's yours, James, that, like, events are incredibly fun, especially if you work hard to try to make sure that they're fun for the people attending, right? Yep. Hey, if you're the TO of Adepticon, please do listen to this section. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's, yeah, people just love making stories, right? And uh, and uh, I had a great weekend because ultimately you just got to meet lots of people and have a good time. This isn't me saying my event it was great. Yeah, this is me saying that all events are great because those moments are really... like. And sometimes when you do the competitive coverage, which we do in detail, the stats, the event results from around the world, we know BC Chaos went 5-0, this weekend lots of stuff happened all those things are key yeah in being able to like reference and frame these stories but sometimes it just comes down to whether or not a black coach is going to kill a basilodon and it's the most fun thing you can ever like you can ever be a part of in my opinion yeah. like yeah I, I also think like like the i i mean we talk about it or we did talk about it the other week but like the balancing the age of sigmar is not good at the all. balancing 40k not good mm. games workshop seem to be struggling at balancing the game been playing a load of marvel that's probably more balanced but the best part of warhammer and maybe 40k as well don't play enough to know but like is the people that you meet the fun that you have and i did say to both dom and matt mallow that like i watched um the two of them play the final game at the side of the table for like an hour like it was really good fun but it was the first time in a long time i've sat and watched table one and been like this is the most pleasant game yeah like they were both lovely and there was like a point where like um don was like oh i think if i do this maybe i get this battle tactic and matt mallow is like oh yeah let's go let's roll these dice oh you didn't make it and then the same happened and and then when it came to a draw they were like just both like oh this is great like what a great end yeah yeah like what an amazing end like yeah yeah, yeah. neither of them both of them were like i'm really happy that i drew to you great stuff yeah great stuff good time yeah i think there's uh there's lots of lessons to be because i learn stuff from every weekend right because with coverage now i'm less like um i'm less focused on being right when i do coverage it's really important for me i'm more focused on the fun that's happening on the tabletop if that makes sense like or at least like that's how i felt this weekend really interesting going into worlds in five weeks time doing all the aos worlds coverage with like because obviously there everyone is there to win and win for their nation right but you are still playing a game that's like like you're playing a game that's almost wrestling you know what i mean there's like there's so many stories happening on the tabletop constantly between units and obviously the players playing those things like dice rolls that are fun like it it's wildly different to any i don't think it's wildly different but it feels very different to be able to like translate that out to an audience i find it fascinating i'm like i like that like fucking six years into the journey of doing live coverage for warhammer i'm still just like huh maybe i've been completely wrong 
and like we should just make fucking meme jokes about everything and it should just be like that do you know what i mean like it it always feels especially when you're just watching people like pushing around armies and having not a fucking clue what they're doing right because that 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 gives you some indication that like that it doesn't really matter at some points. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It was just a good vibe, I think, is where I was at. Um, the other thing to talk about, we haven't talked about yet, is Coolest Army was a bit of a whitewash, to be honest, Nathan. Um, oh, yeah. Bit of a whitewash. So when we do an event, we like we let you vote on Coolest Army. Um, and uh, many people, I was like, okay, everyone put your armies out on the shelves to vote for the Coolest Army. But I don't know if you've seen Brad's Army, Nathan. Which, you, so Brad uh, Glover, Brad Glover with his Seraphon army, like mixed with Tau. No, you haven't seen it. Oh yes, yes, I have seen it. Yes, I've seen it. Yes. Yeah, so there's on the weekend. So there's great. a link in the chat, uh, which I'll show you guys on the screen now. So here are some pictures, um, and it was like it was kind of pointless running the coolest army section. Like, if I'm honest, like, we should have just given it out straight away. Uh, and Brad's a great sport as well. Like, uh, super fun to play against. Um, uh, but, yeah, did you see the pictures? Uh, I haven't seen the pictures, but I have seen that army somewhere. I can't remember where I've seen it before. But, yeah, it's grand. It's bloody great. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's Hilariously, a... though, covering that army, like, I'd like him to make nameplates for the top of them because I had no idea what anything was. <laughs> like, like actually on the table when I was watching him play Speckles, I was like, oh, it's more obvious if you've played Seraphon and kind of know what things are. But like top down, mind blown. Yeah. Yeah, like I know what a necromancer looks like from a top down when it's just like, everyone's like, yeah. how do you know that's a necromancer? I'm just like, I just know. But as soon as you kitbash something, um, uh, but it's uh, it's it's an insane army. It's an amazing kitbash. Like, and, and the hobby standard. It's the only time I've actually, someone's put an army on my boards. He played on one of the boards. So I was like, oh, my boards look really shit. And I was like, no, just Brad's army looks too good for the boards. Like, it, like yes. he made the board look bad, right? Which I was like, oh, Also, wow. my mind's still blown. Because at some point, like, we were chat I chatted to him when he'd put it out. And I was like, like, I don't even understand how you do it. Like, do you airbrush? Do you not airbrush? And he was like, no, all hand. All hand and brush. I was like, it's a lot of hours. It's <laughs> a lot of hours, right? It's like, a lot of hours. It's a lot of hours. And the lines, like the lines, I, you can see on the picture, those white lines on the models are mm. all almost perfect mm. or maybe perfect. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah it's crazy uh, my awesome. other favorite description, just because I think this is a Nathan thing to say. Um, so he's got an Astralith banner bearer, which is in one of the photos, which is huge. Like it's as high as Croak. And I think it was Meg asked him, and she was like, oh, what was your plan with that? And he was like, wanted to see how big I could make it before it fell over. <laughs> and I was like, I like, I like, like, he's an amazing painter. And I was like, I like his starting point wasn't, like, I want the biggest space to show off my painting. It was like, I want to see how ridiculous What's I could make this yeah. before he fell over. Yeah. And I was like, Are the base is weighted. Now let's just slate on him. I'm like, this is the most beautifully painted army completely modified all seems haphazard in planet 
<laughs> I think that's some of the like the creativity of it, right? Like it's yeah. like it's 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 just like really well. I mean, there were some other beautiful armies as well. Matt's army was really really pretty. I thought that that looked really fantastic. Like there were some genuinely nice armies at the event, but it felt like a bit of, like Speckles' army is lovely. Like I like I forget all the time because I see Speckles so much and I see that army so much. But Speckles' army is genuinely. I actually think Meg's army is great. Like I, I think, love the glitter. I think the normal the normal problem with Speckles' his army is like you're like, oh, this is a nice army, and then you're like, oh, but I have to play Speckles for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> there was also also um, uh, Alex brought his Scryer army, but he had those uh, 3D printed rattling cannons, and they were just great, right? Uh, that army's cool. Like the little the, the fact that his acolytes are tiny little rats with guns on. Yeah, was yeah. Good fun. They were really fun, right? Yeah, um, but like I, I don't know. I feel like this event's painting really needs to improve for future times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, anyway, like really fun time, uh, really fun event, and uh, like and now I've learned that like I'm gonna need to do, I'm going to need to do like a coolest army, and then at least like a runner up for when like a big dog like Brad turns up because it's kind of like like it wasn't even a question. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and like, hobby feels like one of those things where, like, I would never spend a month on a model or even a day. Like, I would never do spend that long on a model. But Brad obviously feels very comfortable with that and he's very excited to do that. Like, that's really great and awesome. But I feel like, especially with what's going on online at the minute, like, you really need to uh, applaud the people who painting isn't their forte. I don't really know how to solve that yet because obviously you want to celebrate Brad, right, in this mm. particular situation because he's made a beautiful army. So you want to make like their, like, and that's why I do coolest army because it would be incredibly ironic for me to do a best painted. I'd be like, yeah, let me judge your army. Let me go and look at your army and judge your painting is like the pot. I like, I'm in a glass house with all of the paint shattered, throwing rocks uh, at no one. Um, so, but like, you kind of want to encourage the other people yeah. with their painting. So as you well. want your, you want a coolest army and most choppiest slap chop or yeah, something most slap like that. Chopped. Most, yeah. <laughs> most, most choppiest slap chop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah most, yeah. most slap chop. So like, yeah, get out of the wall. Yeah. 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 Do something like young bloods, but not for young bloods. Yeah, like I guess I could do almost coolest or something. I'm not sure. I still need to think it through uh, on what it needs I, to be. I spend less than a day on a model. Yeah, that that could be the award. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Coolest army, coolest army that took less than a week. <laughs> <laughs> but what if it didn't though? Like That's I've I've painted minis mm. that took me a long time and look awful. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm like James. No I don't comment. Wanna, let's not talk about the. <laughs> let's not talk about Kairos. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up. Yeah, just bring it up. I spent ages on that. You guys watched me during the lockdown paint that Kairos, and it looks awful. Yeah, but now you paint well. I slap chop things now, right? Yeah, it, but they look good, right? Like the end result's good. Really? So why does it matter? All right, so then maybe we should call it the Will Smith Award, the best slapped. Best slapped army. Maybe you should do. Maybe you could do um, best painted. Yeah. Or coolest army still, because I think that's a good one. And then uh, army painted to the best Adepticon twenty twenty two standard. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> excellent. Really, really, really happy you carried on with the meme. Uh, that's, that's excellent. I should have done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway all right good uh nate sorry that we just talked about something uh but next weekend we're gonna listen oh, to your no, event it's good to listen to oh, um it's good. uh it's still such a uh like not untapped market but still learning my feet as a to so it's fun to to talk about that um uh, and go around and kind of like work out like how to do things best and things that i think i've learned uh over the weekend what else did i think i i learned uh food was great though james fuck food was good right yeah. yeah, food was good. We got food a, was good. Yeah, we did food from up the road, Nathan. So we got food from 31K as a takeaway, which is a, a oh, yeah. food. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they did us like a, a little bit of a bargain, right? The food was amazing, unless you are a Luddite and have only eaten chips your entire life, uh, in which case... Uh, I can see some. <laughs> you can see some complaints. Uh, but um, the... the only other, I think, thing we learned. Yeah from the weekend was if you do a quiz you probably should vet people's mental stability before you let them do a round <laughs> what? nathan nathan what do you does want, that mean nathan do you want to do nathan would you like to do the mat round of the quiz to round out the show yeah go on then okay. what's the mat round yeah uh, so, so, so intern matt is... did a whole round of the quiz oh no uh, and now <laughs> you get to do it live <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! Okay, so there was there was a law round. That was the first round. Then there was yeah. a, then there was a general knowledge round. Yeah. yeah. Then there was a stats round, and then yeah. there was and I think that this is easily the coolest thing I've ever come up with. We did charades where you had to enact. Um, uh, you had to like let people know which faction you were, if that makes sense, okay. through yeah, interpretive yeah. dance. Um, which led to some amazing moments. Amazing that moments. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It was very good. Uh, but the map bonus round. Okay, I'll uh, I'll get the it. The Matt bonus round. Yeah. So this is uh, intern Matt. Uh, and yeah. please play alone. Please play along at home. And if you're doing this as a podcast, uh, here we go. You guys ready? Play along in the car. Okay. Right. So the map bonus round. Why, Nathan? Right. Yeah. Why did Willy, Willem, it should be Willem, I think, Willem William. Dafoe, William yeah. Dafoe, require a body double in the movie The Antichrist? Uh, why did he... Uh, because he had a shaving accident? No. No. Oh, okay. And, any other answers? If not, we'll move on and we'll, we'll try and work out if we can work it out in the, in the future. Uh... Not a shaving accident. Um, a hair curling accident. Okay. All right. No, 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 none of those. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, next question. What part of a blue whale weighs 150 pounds? Penis. Correct. Next question. What famous museum is located in Reykjavik, Iceland? Oh, is this all about penises? Is it a penis museum? <laughs> it's the it's the museum of I can't remember the exact word. The best bit was that no one got that right because he wanted the official name in Icelandic. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you've got it. People in Cambodia are famous for having the smallest average. What? 
Oh no, poor lads. Uh, penises. Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then finally, what is the? Uh, oh wait. Uh, yes. Uh, and then what is the common theme of each round of this question? Uh, question in this round, Nathan. Penises. So what's what's up with William Defoe's penis? So William Defoe has such a massive penis that on the film The Antichrist, when he had to do a nude scene, he made not only his co-host, he made many of the uh, production staff uncomfortable, I think is the quote. They made it uncomfortable that they ended up getting a body dumble because they couldn't focus while he was on screen. Wow. So... <laughs> That's very interesting information. Thanks, Matt, for bringing it to our attention. Yeah, that was the bonus round. Uh, yeah, so like now you'll the never bonus think round, it yeah. was a bonus round. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, so quizzes are fun. Uh, I like the charades bit. The penis round made me uncomfortable as well, but the charades, the charades <laughs> bit was I thought excellent, uh, really good. All right, you uh, and the crew on William Defoe's movie. Yeah, yes. Downloads, <laughs> downloads skyrocketing right now of the William Defoe movie Antichrist. Uh, yeah, the bonus round. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you, uh, everyone, for tuning in live. If you listen back as a podcast, big love to you, and thank you to uh, everyone on the Australian Patreon. We couldn't do it without you. If you're on YouTube, please do like, subscribe, leave some comments, and all that other jazz. Nathan, you got any shout outs before we head out today? Oh, I'll shout out all the kids going to the. The ones that you're going to smash and win. The ones I'm going to shoot up with my gobspitting, gobspiting squid gobber. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, James? Uh, big shout out to everyone at the weekend. I had a really nice time. Even just moseying around or saying they were rubbish on stream. Even though I have been told talking about Warhammer is easier than playing. <laughs> it is. Uh, I'm gonna shout out the crew that worked the weekend. Obviously, the people playing, but like the crew, especially James, you, Adam, Mark, uh, and Matt. Wonderful um, getting you guys uh, doing that, and it was it was really fun listening to people responding to you guys and 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 enjoying not me doing it. Like uh, that was really fun for me because I get to now over the next couple of days go watch it back, which I'm actually really excited about. So uh, so, oh, cool. so so thanks for that, James. Uh, you've made content for me. Uh, which is Ex- which... it'll be exciting when you realize how much we slag you off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was the infield reporter, I did great. Yeah, we know. We're just, I didn't we do can't great. Change I just... the things we said now, can we? I just kept having really like long monologues, really deep, like over the top. It doesn't matter. Uh, right, Nathan, love you. James, love you. Chat, love you. See you all tomorrow. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow for the 40 Gay Jason show. We'll be back for on Thursday for the Spice Center. I'll be alive 11 till. Uh, to every Monday to Friday. There is going to be some changes to the channel over the next couple of months. Not really certain how that's going to look. I'm still going to keep the live schedule of Monday, Thursday evenings and live Monday through to Friday, uh, 100%. They're all going to be podcasts and YouTube stuff, most likely, but just uh, just be conscious of uh, that. And I'll try and do an announcement at some point where you go. Um, but loads of love. See you soon. And goodbye. <laughs>